another thing is, you know, in my house, I got blackout curtains and sometimes I just want to be comfortable in my own home, right? When I bathe already, I don't... Huh, sorry, what? Oh, no, nothing, nothing. Everything very clean. Uh, what I'm saying is... is comfortable uh, enough for me to tap share with you. Uh, <laughs> so like, when I get out of the bathroom, right? If my parents-in-law or like my parents are at home, I have to like be wary and be knowing that people are at home now that I'm so comfortable coming out of my bathroom going to the kitchen and everything you know feeling all commando I don't think I can ever stay in my parents-in-law or my parents I I need to tell you I completely agree with this Hi, this is Jordan Kim and this time around for another 97 Nick Truth and today's topic actually this time around it's going to be a little bit sensitive but hey you know what we're going to go just push forward and try our very best to touch it and leave it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what the whole Naked Truth is about, right? Um, welcome to, I think, what is this, the third episode of Season 4, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. These topics were suggested by you guys on social media, on our Instagram. Um, at 987FM, you can find us, uh, Gerald Cole 987 as well as Oh How Strange, by the way. And this week's topic is staying with your in-laws. Is that a yes or a no? Oh my gosh. It is something that, you know, hopefully this question will never ever come about, you know, when you're planning for the wedding or before you yeah. plan for the wedding. Because if your wife yeah. or your husband were to just bring it up, you'll be like, hmm, I'm not too sure. Should I even like say it for, for reals? Like, you know, like share my real thoughts? Because what if I whatever I say it's going to be there permanently and then I'm going to have to I have to stay with my, uh, my parents-in-law forever. What's going to happen Girl. next? Yeah. <laughs> Say your real thoughts because it's the naked truth. So everything okay. must be on the table. Right. So um, okay, let's, start with the, let's start with the married men, of course. Um, you, okay. you are living with your wife, uh, not yeah. with your in-laws. So how yeah. did this come about? Like, was this a, was this like a decision between you and your wife? Was there any kind of like resistance okay. or like struggle? I, and, like, yeah. I was very lucky because um, I'm, I'm an auntie killer. So I get along well with my wife's mother and like, they love to talk to me. Like I, I feel that, you know, I, I spoke to my parents-in-law more than, you know, my wife or her sisters. <laughs> I have no okay. idea why. And before we got married, right, I, I, I told her that, hey, you know what, I would like to stay over at your place just so that, you know, your parents are a lot more comfortable with me. Of course, when you stay at your, your girlfriend's parents' home, right, they have got rules. And for me, my number one rule is to follow their rules because this is not your house. And uh-huh. if you can actually gain their respect by following their rules on their turf, then it should be okay. And I did exactly that. In fact, I stayed over at my, my wife's house for a year before we got married. And then after that, after we got married, I stayed there for another four months before my BTO came. So right. it was it came to a point in time, right, where I was really ultra comfortable with staying at my parents-in-law house because, you know, I knew the ins and outs. Uh, they would prepare me my, my, my breakfast, my meals and everything. And I was ultra comfortable. But it's, it's really interesting because um, my wife, on the other hand, felt like, hey, you know what, we should get our own home. <laughs> we should be more comfortable that way. I had a chat with a few of my friends and they told me, no, La, Gerald, there's no way you're going to stay with your parents-in-law's place. You know, you're going to bound to quarrel and stuff. I'm like, but I've been here for a year and a half. I'm okay. 
But truth ah, be told, oh. of course, it came to a point where uh, I wanted to, you know, like, like do my own thing, come back later at night. And then that was when it's a little bit uncomfortable already. You know, you, I mean, it's not your house. So you're not supposed to like, come home anytime you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so, so, okay. So this whole question about, you know, living with your in-laws and stuff like that, let's assume that you guys decided to get the house together and the house belongs to, well, everybody. It's just living together, mm. right? Um, I had a friend who actually split up from her partner or like her then like fiancé. Okay. And the reason was actually because she realized that she loved living with his family. So she was staying with mm. her in-laws, okay? And she loved it. They're a big family. They always cook on the weekends. You know, they're very close. He's got like, I think, two sisters. Uh, the parents are, are there as well. And they, they're all very, very close. Until one day when they had a fight. And oh. that was the moment she realized that the space is so important when you yeah. guys have a fight, like as in she had a fight with her fiance. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. it was very awkward because if you fight, right, out loud, everybody can hear what's going on. Mm. And then if you don't mm. fight out loud, it's kind of like you guys are unhappy, but you, you, you cannot fight. So it became a very strange, profound moment for her. She was like, oh my gosh, I never realized it would be an issue. Yeah. Until now. There's and your partner's parents people. will definitely cite uh, your partner. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, no. actually. So, um, if I remember correctly, the fiancé's parents were uh, very, very close to her and like, they're very reasonable. But it was just that moment whereby, you know, sometimes when you fight with your partner, it can get quite ugly, right? You guys like shout yeah. each other, say things that you don't mean and stuff. It happens to the best of us. But yeah. in that moment, it's like, you can't fight with this person because the parents are there. You don't want to uh. show this uglier side of you even like her fiance was also very awkward because it's like he didn't he didn't know what to say or how to fight with her because yeah. the parents were around it it's was just too uncomfortable so after yeah. the incident they stepped it under the cover and they were like okay maybe you know it's good that we stay with our parents then it kind of prevents us from fighting and they eventually split approximately like a year after that first fight and it was because every time they had a fight or like something unhappy at home they could never talk about it. There was mm. no space for them to actually have that conversation. And even if they had it outside of the house, it's like you are not in your yeah. own home to fight about it's something. Just you know? <laughs> yeah. Even if you have like a big bungalow and you have yeah. your own room and the room is like far away, it's still you exactly. still have yeah. to go through that door to get out. <laughs> Correct, exactly. And they and they lived in a big house. So it was a big mm. house and they had they had their own room, they were on like the highest floor. But it's just that that feeling of knowing when you open the door yeah. the next morning and you go down the stairs, yeah. everyone knows that you guys had a fight yesterday. It was it was very I, uncomfortable and and yeah, she was I, like, so yeah. in the moment you like, cannot live with in laws for sure. I, I also feel that you know when I was thinking about the the idea of staying with my in laws or like my wife staying with my parents, is that you know it can be jolly for like a few years, but there is bound to be this impending, slight, uncomfortable quarrel that could actually break everything apart. And when that happens, what's next? Are they going to move out? Are we going to move out? What's going to happen next? So it's still quite scary. Uh, but of course, you know, to each his own. I have heard of like friends who uh, have been living with their in-laws for years. Like my very good friend from the army, right? He's been living with um, 
his own parents and her, and his wife has been living uh, together uh, for, for years. It's been like, what, eight year or nine years already. And, and they're okay. You know, I, I think as long as, you know, you, you set rules and both parties are agreeable with those rules, then it might work. But of course, you know, not, not everything fits the pie perfectly. Okay, we, we actually got some of your responses and stories, um, you mm. know, to actually share as well. So um, this one is actually from NUS Whisper. Somebody okay. sent this post to us and they thought like it was very relevant for the topic. So uh, we're going to read this one, okay? So this one says, hey, um, I am Malaysian and I'm not a PR and I'm staying with my in-laws. Whenever my husband and I fight, it's very awkward. Exactly what we talked about. Um, yeah. And I have no goal. So I can't hide in the toilet for days. And, you know, in the bedroom, it's like it's also his bedroom because she moved into his home, essentially. So when we fight, I can't express myself freely, um, especially with his parents around. I can't voice my opinions because I don't want his parents to hear. And um, I, I also feel like they will cite their son. But at the same time, it's also like I don't want to make their son look bad in front of the parents as well. Very considerate, of yeah. course. Um, and like, you know, whenever we fight or like whenever they know we actually had like fight or we're like having a cold war, the parents will come to me and tell me, you know, you must understand my son. You know, he, he's, he's having it really tough. He's... He's earning money outside, you know, like work is difficult and he doesn't have the best temper and they will just like, kind of like coax her to like, oh, you know, give him time and space. So they're not like specifically citing the son, but they're trying to like help, you know, alleviate the situation. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, that help is like, it's, it's like, it's too much. Just, just like leave us alone for a little while, right? So yeah, um, his parents are very nice to me before the marriage. However, it's very difficult to have two Uh-oh. queens in the house. Uh-oh. So I always feel like I have follow my mother-in-law's footsteps and as a result I do feel that my husband doesn't really listen to me or respect me as much because his mom is around oh my um, gosh so and then the worst part came we just had a baby boy and wow I quote uh, this is from the post itself (laughs) Um, his mom will nag at everything there's no personal space for me as a mother to my Mm. child and I can't exercise that role of being a mom freely because you know it's their grandchild so they feel like right. you know they have like the last say so okay. when my parents want to come he'll always say that the house is too small hotel is too expensive there's basically no space to like squeeze in everybody so my brother and i actually made a decision that after restrictions are lifted we're going to bring my mom out to singapore because they have not seen each other in a long time and she's like i don't care what my husband's family thinks but it's really really hard for me to endure living with my husband and his family and not be able to like see my yeah. own at the same time as well so i really just don't know where it's going to mm. go like at this point in time okay I've, I've heard of a lot of stories and a lot of um true life stories about you know people saying what happens before marriage things will definitely change after marriage and <laughs> your and people are saying you know your parents-in-law will be very nice to you before marriage and after marriage everything is just topsy-turvy mm-hmm. it's totally different uh, fortunately yeah. for, for me and my wife, you know, everything's still the same, but maybe it's because, you know, we're, we're not staying together, right? Uh, another thing is, you know, in my house, I got blackout curtains and sometimes I just want to be comfortable in my own home, right? When I bathe already, I don't... Huh, sorry, what? Oh, no, not, nothing, nothing, everything very clean. Uh, what I'm saying is... is comfortable, uh, enough for me to tap share with you. Uh, <laughs> so, like, when I get out of the bathroom, right... If my parents-in-law or like my parents are at home, I have to like be wary and be knowing that people are at home. Now that I'm so comfortable with coming out of my bathroom, going to the kitchen and everything, you know, feeling all commando, I don't think I can ever stay in my parents-in-law or my parents. 
I I need to tell you, I completely agree with this. So, <laughs> I I have my own attached bathroom in the house, and I cannot tell you the amount of times I have just opened the toilet door and then come out and like pick my clothes from the wardrobe. And like obviously, I'm standing there like butt naked, right? So where are you going now? Now where now? Okay, wait. Whatever I can say, you may not be able to say. Okay. <laughs> you just told me they came out the toilet. <laughs> everything commando okay that's worse you walk around the whole house mine is just like my room but you know that that level of comfort and freeness is very very different um when you have someone around versus when you don't have and okay the next point that we wanted to get to was um you could be living with your in-laws very happily but a lot of my friends have actually shared that you will not believe how much things change when you have a baby coming mm. along so there are two okay obviously the pros are you know with the grandparents allow, around with in-laws around you know they're there to help take care of the baby and stuff and obviously you're very appreciative but when it comes down to laying the rules and parenting because this is your child right um grandparents will always um feel like you know they know better and like they want to help the intention comes from a good place but even to parent you need space as a parent yeah. to have your own rules and stuff because things like 30 years ago versus now is very different. Last time people, you know, boil hot water to sterilize the milk bottles. Now people just use UV sterilizer. And this was actually one interesting incident, by the way. I had a friend's mother-in-law not believe in a UV sterilizer. She said that she doesn't feel <laughs> light because if you don't feel the heat, you don't feel like the germs are killed. She's like, how is it possible? So they had a big fight because uh, they actually have this UV sterilizer and they put in the milk bottle and stuff, right? She said, no, it doesn't work that way. So she keeps boiling um, and hot water to like pour over all the stuff yeah. and it's just one of those small things that really get to you after a while so yeah, yeah. um okay i i am very close to my parents um uh, yeah. my wife is very appreciative of my parents so um i have this very strong um confidence that i think it'll be okay if i stay with my parents in fact i am also very confident okay the reason why i'm confident is because you know um I'm I'm a kind of guy who would always give and take. Uh, like if my parents say, okay, do this, whatever, I would listen. But when I do have like a real reason or a real backing as to why I can counter that argument, my mom and my dad are also very open to understand it. You know, it's not like, oh, you know what? I've been there before. I'm experienced, so therefore I'll do it. Uh, I, whatever I say, it's correct. So hence, I feel that there's this possibility that, you know, it's, it's okay to stay together. Um, in the case of me staying with my parents, parents-in-law which is my my wife's parents i've always been this way where whatever they say i'll listen i'll just do it um and and i think also um it's it's a possibility but when it comes to like having children because i have got no experience the only experience i have would be from reading articles online and these as what you said before right these are things that are very new age in fact, like, you know, the way you you should be carrying your baby to actually uh, make your baby not cry or the way to breastfeed uh, with new gadgets to actually, you know, uh, get the flow going and stuff like that. Or even eating certain items like, you know, just recently. Um, yeah, like like online, they say that you can actually eat bird's nest, right? But then yeah. um, my parents-in-law said, no, cannot eat bird's nest because you got asthma. So certain things like that, right? Oh. I, for me, I'll be like, okay, you know what? I'll listen to my parents or my parents-in-law. I won't bother about the stuff online. But when it comes to like foolproof stuff that is proven by, by doctors, should I be listening to my parents-in-law now or should I be listening to doctors? You know what I mean? So there's a bit of mm, what yeah. to do now. 
it's very very tricky and um I have so many friends who I mean a lot of my friends are already married and some of them are already having kids right the amount of stuff that you don't realize will change when kids come along is really really a lot I I do have friends who live with their in-laws and like have three kids already and they're perfectly happy because yeah and like and I, I asked her I was like how do you do it she's like honestly it's not because um anyone is fighting over like you know who who's has more ownership over the kids and stuff like that she mm, said the reason mm. why my three kids and my living with my parents-in-law work very well is because we leave the kids alone we leave them yep. to learn we leave them to do their own things so when she's at work and not at home it's not like the grandma or like the mom-in-law is there telling the kids what to do that mm. she's only there to assist them if they need any kind of like help and stuff like that yeah. but apart from that for like meals and everything when it's meal time the kids know okay it's a schedule they got to come down and have their meals right now so they establish this like form of like like yeah. autonomous like learning for the kids and the kids are, are pretty young by the way they're like mm. three to about seven and they they understand that you know they they have to learn how to be independent and stuff and the grandparents which is the parents-in-law they believe in that as well and they follow um the mom's like teachings because with their son obviously last time like you know they were a lot more like okay you can do this cannot do that and they were a lot more hands-on but they saw the value of the kids learning to be independent and they just decided mm-hmm. to follow. So it's very tough because like for you, you're fortunate enough to have that open communication with your parents, but not yeah. every um, one has that kind of relationship, especially in Asian culture. In Asian culture, it's really like my mother say, my father say, and you have to follow. Because yeah. if, you, if, you, if you say anything else, it feels like, it, it feels almost like, you know, you are being yeah. rude, even if you have grounds for it it's not easy and if you are currently in this situation and you're living with your in-laws and you find that it's very tough to be very honest I have friends who have moved out and they said that the relationship with their in-laws improves so much after they move mm, out because yeah. time apart is actually helpful when you stay together for too long it's like it's like no yeah. space yeah. once again to each his own, it could be you could be oh, doing yeah. very well with your parents-in-law, yeah. your parents. Um, so it depends. But I, I've got a few, you know, like basic rules. If you intend to live with your in-laws, and this is not done by me, it's actually from her world. So <laughs> number one, yeah. right? You have to understand, and what I said before as well, understand your in-laws' boundaries as well as house rules. If you do want to stay in their house, you listen to their rules. If they want to stay in your house, you set the rules. And um, it's not like you know, my rules or the highway. Uh, yeah. it's more of like you know if I set the rules are you agreeable if you're agreeable let's go with it if you're not agreeable then let's change up the rules again okay well, number two <laughs> the rules yeah. have to be reasonable right yeah correct yes number two is to set a routine establish a routine so that means um, if let's say I would like to wake up around this time just share with everybody. You know, I like to wake up around this time. I want to go out of the house around this time. I want to come back home around this time. I want to eat around this time. Let's eat together if, if we need to. Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. So set a routine yeah. so that everybody will be comfortable with that routine as well. Okay. Uh, number three, create clear channels of communication. So if there's a need to talk to each other, have that chance to talk to each other and not like, you know, be afraid that if I say something, you know, will that communication suddenly become a breakdown? Will I feel uncomfortable after that? So create clear channels. Like tell everybody that, okay, you know what, guys, if I want to talk, can I talk? Can we have this two-way communication? Right. Next one is to spend time with your in-laws. Don't treat the house as a hotel. (laughs) If you're doing that, then might as well stay apart. That's true. That's very, very Mm -hmm. true. Actually, it's a very important rule. And the final yeah. one, I think also just whether or not you're living with your in-laws, regardless, have basic respect. It's not just 
you respecting your in-laws, it's also your in-laws respecting your space, your yeah. baby space. You know, sometimes kids grow up, they want to do their own thing as well. Um, and and that basic respect is 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 something that okay, how how do we benchmark this? I guess to be awarded that respect basically means to be able to be free in your own home without judgment. Yeah. So for example, if you came home and you had a bad day today and you just are having a bit of a tantrum, um, there has to be space and understanding that this is not you every day. This is just you mm. having a bad day. They got to know that these things happen and they can't judge you for that. Right. So if Regardless I take out my clothes, I should be okay to do so. Uh, no. Okay. No, uh, I understand. Okay. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's a different type of respect. Got it. <laughs> that one, got it. That one you must respect their eyes also. <laughs> That one you cross the boundaries, you look behind the boundaries. I can't even see the boundaries. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, no viewing of, of butts in the house, I think. Right, right, but, right, yeah, right. Please don't. So um, whatever the situation you are in right now, whether you are about to move in with your in-laws and you're a little bit apprehensive, or you are already living with your in-laws and you're very happy, or you know, you're trying to make situation better. Uh, we we hope that you know these well rules that you know we actually saw from well a mm. different articles actually um help you out and at the end of the day just remember that you know moving out is also not a bad thing um yeah I have heard of people who were who were told off for wanting to move out and having their own space because um the in laws actually felt like oh like you know is it because you don't like us that's how you move out but mm. no I mean the simple understanding is you you when you got married you had the time and space and the resources to build your own home. Well, your kids should also be awarded that same freedom to build their own That's home true. as well. That's space, true. Yeah. All right. With that, we conclude today's or this week's topic. You know what? We're still on uh, uh on the lookout for more topics as well, stuff that you know would resonate with you. Yeah. So go ahead and you know follow us right now, 987FM, Jeroco987, mm-hmm. as well as Oh How Strange, and share with us, DM us any topics that you are interested for us to actually talk about something that we can't talk on air. You know, we'll just do it yeah. anyway. Uh, you can also follow us on our podcast on Me Listen. Yes, uh, Me Listen, of course. Head on over to 987 Get Up or search for The Naked Truth. Uh, we're also on like Spotify, um, Apple Music. But next week's topic, by the way, we're just going to give uh-huh. you a hint. Of, we've already... Um, okay. We've already... Come, I'll be ready. Uh, we're going to talk about something that I think used to be to do, but not so much anymore. Interfaith marriages. Oh! So, yeah, so for example, um, if you are a Catholic or a Christian and then like, you know, your your girlfriend is currently like Buddhist or a free thinker and your right, parents are like, right. oh, she has to follow our faith. Um, how do you overcome that? Uh, we are also going to have a special guest uh, share with us her experience as well um, when she decided to follow her husband's faith. How did it come to that? And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a familiar um, uh, special guest. So Fun. do tune in for The Naked Truth. Alrighty, uh, till then, we'll talk to you again. You take care. Stay safe, guys. Thank you.